Hey guys, it's Morgs here. Welcome to the Baby Got Back End podcast. This is episode one. Gee whiz, uh, you told me three weeks ago that I'd be launching a thing and a, and a podcast in the middle of this fucking pandemic. Then I would have said, <laughs> "No, you, you're you're joking, mate." But here we are. Um, I super brief. All right, you can jump on the website. The website's babygotbackend.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Morgan Roberts Photo. Uh, shoot me an email at Morgan, Morgan at MorganRobertsPhotography.com uh, with the subject line Baby Got Backend if you want to talk about this, uh, if you want to talk about all the boring, uh, not sexy stuff uh, in your business that I want to try and make not boring to you and make sexy for you and make fun and so we can get through this together and get some productivity on. Um, today I get to talk to some good friends of mine, uh, Steve and Jen Van Elk. They are wedding photographers in the States, in Indiana, and gosh, this was a really fun chat to kick off this podcast series. Um, Speaking of this as a podcast series, this is not going to be a weekly podcast or a monthly podcast. It is going to be a whenever I get a chance to release this podcast, and it'll usually come out in clumps. Um, Right now, I'll probably produce a lot of episodes because I'm stuck at home most of the time um, in lockdown uh, and yeah, I want to get some stuff done for you guys so we can have, uh, you know, you can get some, you can get your listen on. We can keep building uh, this great community and stay in contact and stay engaged with each other. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know exactly how it's going to work, but I'm going to get a few apps out. Anyway, um, these guys are great. Uh, they're both wedding photographers, they run their own business, um, have multiple businesses together actually, um, and two kids. So yeah, we talk a bit about that. We talk about what it's like right now. We talk about what it's normally like when it's business as usual, when we're not in the middle of a bloody pandemic. And yeah, I think it's a really great chat and we had a lot of fun, um, despite the situation. So give it a listen. Uh, we are on Spotify and iTunes and all the other places. Just search Baby Got Backend. Uh, shoot us a five-star review on iTunes, please, because then people find out about this. And you know what? This is a very niche thing. But, hey, if you know someone that could, could get something out of a podcast like this or in a workshop possibly in the future like this, jump on the website, shoot up a text, say, hey, check this out. Like, I think this will be really cool. So jump on that. Share the shit out of this. Stay safe, wash your bloody hands, guys, and welcome to episode one of the Baby Got Back End podcast. Hey, it's Morgan. Welcome to episode one of Baby Got Back End, a podcast about all the boring shit that you hate doing in your photography business but have to do anyway. And uh, I'm talking to you, Steve and Jen Van Elk. Um, uh, in a three-second delay from all over the other side of the world. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Morgan. Just heard you. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um, so so tell me, so you guys run a photography business. So what's that like right now? Right now? You want to discuss right now? I thought we were staying out of right now this entire conversation. Let's... Let's let's start with right now, and then and then we'll use that as a framework to go back to go back to the pre chaos, um, the good times. Because one thing, yeah, the good times, and basically the thing that I wanted to do with this show is talk to people about all the stuff that all the not sexy stuff, um, and you know I want to talk about backups and systems uh, and just the day to day things. Need me and, to, to leave if it's going to be all the not sexy stuff. Do I need to get out of here? Or? <laughs> Yes, please leave. 
<laughs> Go away, please. <laughs> and take your bad jokes with you. <laughs> please. Um, so, so yeah. How, how long? How long have you been? How, how, oh, okay. So I'll go back. What's so? Yeah, you guys run a photography business. So tell me about that right now. Well, do you know that meme where um, the cartoon character is sitting in a room that's on fire and it just says everything is fine? That's kind of how I feel like mm. <laughs> being a photographer yeah. is like right now. Yeah, totally. I I'm so amazed at the 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 rate that everything seems to have gone because I sort of I optimistically slash idealistically launched this thing because it was something that I was going to do for months for years even. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought, why not do it now? Because we can start talking to people and we can start having these conversations. And that was Monday or Tuesday last week. And the rate at which my, my opinion and my feeling on, Hey, okay, cool. We've got all this time on our hands cause we can't do anything. Let's be productive. And then the, the, the rate at which that turned from that to, Oh, fuck. <laughs> was so just so ridiculously quick but um yeah i i totally feel you with the the dog the dog sipping the coffee in the room on fire yeah. it has been a wild week um on my 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 podcast i do with dustin wedding photo hangover he was talking to me at the beginning of last week and he's like no, it'll just be like two weeks and it's fine. And I was like, Dustin, that's not how this is going to go down at all. And he's like, I don't even know if we need to mention this really on the podcast much. And I was like, no, this is going to be a huge deal. Like everything's going to be down. Uh, it's like one of those things where you're just like living, living in denial. And it's like, it feels real good to live in denial. And then when it catches up to you, it's just like you hit a brick wall. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're all going to be fine. <laughs> We're going to come out of this together. Well, let's just address some of the optimistic points in uh, the, yeah. the isolation. Um, going back to what you said, Morgan, uh, I definitely felt that. Like, oh, yeah, okay. I can be productive. I can start watching some of the educational stuff that I have backlogged so that I bought like 12 years ago i can actually start watching it now um, oh so you can finally learn photoshop 7 yeah <laughs> sweet cool. cool so um that but i i gave myself i'm like i'm gonna allow myself to mourn for like a week and then i'm gonna get back to work and that's been incredibly helpful just to be allowing myself to rest and just absorb everything that's happening and and to process it and then get into okay, now I'm going to get back to work. I'm going to do my job. I want to keep my business afloat and all of this. So what do I need to do? Yeah. Um, and, and that sort of brings it back to I th- I th- one of those, you know, the reason that I thought, fuck it, let's just do this. Let's see what happens. Because um, after after this period of, after that shock sets in, I think it's, you know, you ha- we have to allow that time to, I was talking to a mate last night, um, friend of, friend of your show, um, Josh Withers, uh, previous guest on wedding photo hangover and really good mate of mine. And we were just talking about, it's like that moment in, um, it's like that moment in inside out where you, you realize that, you know, where we, we finally realize that sadness needs to have her hand on the, 
on the controls for a bit and just why go would cool. You, why we would you bring that movie up right now? <laughs> Jen and I watched it like two nights ago and we cried <laughs> the good, entire time we were watching. It's a good movie. Our children looked it's at us and we're like, Mom, Dad, are you guys okay? We, <laughs> we literally like, watched it the day that we had like three like gigs cancel on us and we like lost <laughs> yeah. like 10K in revenue and we were just like, oh, I guess I guess we needed to cry. And then it was like, but did yep. Did we need to cry, or is that just Inside Out doing this to no, us? No, we, because we it's a, it's totally, a movie, it man. destroyed us the first time we watched it. So I think it's just thank a movie. you, thank you Disney, thank you Pixar. Um, I think I think we have to we have to have this period where we go where we allow ourselves to be in shock, um, but then we can't just we can't just sit here and do that the whole time because God knows how long this is going to go. Um, but and we have Morgan, to find some things to do. Have you even got to the point where your whole country's on lockdown yet? Uh, yeah, basically now. Okay. Because our state just got there. And like this last week, it's been like no gatherings of more than 500 one day. Next day, no gatherings of more than 250. Next day, no gatherings of more than 50. Next day, no gatherings of more than 10. Next day, maybe don't gather. Maybe just stay in your house. Not mandatory, but please do it. And then finally today we get the word that like in two days. So it's like every single day we've been in shock and then morning and then in shock the next day and in morning. And it's like, we can't even get to the point where we've processed these feelings. Like we're still grieving the first thing that happened because we had another shock the next day that we now had to start grieving. And like we, it's like we can't even process what's going on in the world right now because every single day there's like a new set of rules that we have to get used to. It's like mm. it's basically torture. It's it's like emotional torture mm. what everyone in the world is going through right now. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> Jen told me not to cut you off anymore. <laughs> what? I no, it's, <laughs> that's my, it's my job not to cut you off. It's my <laughs> podcast, so you're the one that I let. <laughs> He's just like taken over. This is typical. Um, it's the battle of the alpha male podcast hosts, <laughs> if that can ever be a thing. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and, and sip on my beer. So mm. you guys do your thing. Um, what we are is uh, we're at the point now where the state borders are about to be closed. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, over the weekend, it was like, yeah, it was that uh, gatherings under a hundred and I shot a wedding on Saturday, um, six hours South of where I am in Brisbane. And like that just got in like just mm-hmm. by the, you know, cause by Sunday night it was like, Hey guys, or by Monday morning it was like, Hey guys, not doing anything. Right? Don't, don't do anything. All, all indoor things are canceled and also outdoor things basically also canceled. So don't do anything. Um, you know, go to the shops, go to the pharmacy. Uh, the bottle shops are still open here in, in Australia. <laughs> what are bottle shops? <laughs> you weren't paying attention in our chat this morning. Uh, <laughs> those things, you know, where you go and we, we go and buy liquor. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that like a liquor store or is that after you hit up the servo to to fuel up your tank or after we hit the servo before before we go to Macca's? Yeah. <laughs> Josh was schooling so, me in Australian slang. Yeah, well, Josh yeah. Lost. <laughs> it was uh, it was crazy. 
I don't know what words they use for things. It's like, call it a gas station. What's a servo? <laughs> but it's not gas. It's in a liquid form. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just here, can we have the classic one? Say, can you just say aluminium, please? I don't even know what word you're trying to say. Thank you. All right, we'll move on. Aluminum? No! No! Aluminum? Is that what Um, you were trying to say? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to do his little Joni Ive impression (laughs) over there. Joni Ive! So I I totally get you on that. Like the whole... We haven't even had time to say... I mean, I felt that that time was for me last week, going from Monday, Tuesday up to the weekend and just being like, oh fuck like yes i have no work for months um and then sort of saying it just sort of put all these things in perspective it's like suddenly you're like cool let's do this stuff and then you're like oh what what do we actually need right now like what like what do you guys feel like how have you been other than hanging out with the kids a lot and watching inside out like what have you been doing to sort of not just drink yourself silly and see everything flush down the toilet well, I think uh, that's the problem is we have been drinking ourselves silly, so Steven, I'm joking. You have, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I am not giving, I'm not putting too much pressure on myself. I'm trying to pace myself because I, I feel like I am probably the little, little more of the like doer, the one that wants to be more progressive in our business. Like I, between the two of us, I'm the one that wants to Mm. see growth. And so that can be very overwhelming when like the most (laughs) I'm, I'm putting, I feel more forth. Stop making that face. (laughs) It's a podcast. Nobody can see me. I I can see you. Um, So I, I am typically the one that's very future forward. And so I have to pace myself or I get really overwhelmed with what's going on because I'm not seeing growth right now. I'm actually seeing the opposite of growth. And that I, my mindset just needs to be like, let's just take one step at a time. And I, so I've been just giving myself tasks to do. Like I just need Mm. to to telling myself like I need to just accomplish one of these things that I have on my list. And it's also a lot harder when you don't have a deadline or anything that's like you have to finish this by Friday. It makes it much more difficult to actually finish it because you can really finish it anytime. So I'm trying to do these things where, okay, this day I'm, I'm going to make sure my inbox is at zero this day. I'm going to update my website with new photos. Um, but just giving myself tasks that I can actually complete has been helpful for me. Yeah, Mm. totally. Steve, what do you think? I think it's super helpful to set small, actionable goals. Um, Jen and I have been trying to do though We haven't been the best at it. Like weekly meetings where we get together and we just kind of discuss like what's going on in our business, what we want to accomplish, how we're going to accomplish it and what what things we can do in the following week to help bring us closer to those goals that we've set for ourselves. And um, when we do stuff like that, I feel like I'm so much more productive and I get so much more done because it feels like these are clear goals, they're defined goals, they're things I can accomplish. Whether it's just something like I need to write like three blog posts this week, but like just knowing that we have like a 
a verbal like agreement between each other that I'm going to do it, I feel so much motiv- more motivated to get it done than I do if like it's just like an unsaid thing that we just kind of both know I should be doing. Because if we both just know I should be doing it, it's, it makes it so much more. It makes it so much easier for me to be like, the kids really needed me today. And I want to be a good dad, so I'm going to be with them. Well, no, mm. that makes it sound like <laughs> it makes it sound like if I'm working, I'm a terrible dad. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, well, uh, here's a whole bunch. Of, this is the time where a whole bunch of sole traders, photographers, filmmakers, graphic designers everywhere turn around and realize they have cute children. <laughs> like, no, it's not like that. Um, but I totally feel you on that. I feel you on that, and I feel like. This is the converse, This is the direction that I wanted to go because it's like, yeah, like this is crazy right now. Like this is so fucked. But like the things that are the things that seem to be getting you through this at least now initially, um, and you you guys are about a week, maybe two weeks behind sort of where we are. Although I think we've caught up by now in terms of how things are closing and and mm-hmm. things are getting announced and all those things. But like um, closing closed, closed done. I feel like those are the same things that you fall back on uh, that you usually are falling back on. And that normalcy, I think, is something that is clearly has been helpful. We're just trying to we're trying to keep our kids like on some sort of schedule, helping them to like, hey, you wake up, you eat breakfast, you do homework, stuff like that. Um, and that has for me when I am awake when that happens been keeping me a little bit more sane but also if I'm just being honest the stress right now is killing me and I'm just I'm having a lot of trouble falling asleep at night I'm having a lot of trouble getting enough sleep period and so I'm finding like my productivity has just kind of dropped like off a cliff because like I'm so incredibly stressed out about the future and I'm so worried about it and I know like uh, like Morgan, you listen to like my other podcast, wedding photo hangover. And I don't know if you've ever listened to it, like Jen and I's podcast wedded, but like we try to like do these like fun, light, funny things for people to like kind of get them out of their own headspace, get them away from their stress. And like that has been much harder for me these past few weeks than I ever would have thought it could be because I find myself to be so incredibly stressed out more than I think I have been in. Oh, geez, I don't know. Three, four, yeah. five years. Like, it's just. Hmm. Yeah. So it's the reverse. I'm usually the one that's really stressed out. And I feel probably less. This is really strange, but I feel less stressed out than I did before because we. I, I feel like because we're all going through it, if it, I don't, it doesn't feel lonely. So for me, it's a lot less stressful. And again, with me being much more future focused, I see the end and Steve is very much more in the present. So he's, he gets stressed out about this. This is never going to end. That's that's, that's what you're failing to see. And, uh, and I'm realistic. I'm pragmatic. I don't know what's going on with you. You're a dreamer, babe. (laughs) So, yeah, well, yeah, this is. I might be a little bit more stressed out spending six weeks alone with him, but <laughs> Jen, Jen is uh, Gal Gadot and all her celebrity friends, on, and 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 Stephen is the rest of Twitter going, "No, we don't need that." It's <laughs> <laughs> our household right now. I yeah. think it, it was also just I, I was getting to I was. 
coming off of a year where I was working 80 hours a week and I was trying to manage three businesses and I felt like the beginning this year, I just, I need a break. I just feel like I can't breathe. And because now that I have that, I I don't want to take it for granted. Like I want to be able to get my, my mental health, um, in check. I want to make sure that I'm spending more time with my kids. I want to feel like I can get some housework done and then also run a business and not, um, just wake up work until I go to sleep. And, and so there's a lot of people struggling and there's a lot of people hurting and there's people dying. And I hate to see the good in something like that. But for, for me, like just personally, it's been better for me because I can, I can get like back on track. It's almost like a restart. Um, which I mean, things are still hard. We're still struggling. We've lost a lot of money and it's a lot harder to book when people don't really know what the future looks like. Um, but again, like with me being much more future focused, I want to be able to see like the good and the bad as well. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it right now. That's the, that's where we're at. Um, I guess what I'd like to do is, you know, who knows where this podcast will go, but I feel like addressing the current state of the world and then also using that perhaps as, as a, as a framework to think about how we're running our businesses and how we're doing things. Um, I think it's quite interesting because nothing is ever going to be different after the, the same after this, like, uh, the I, and I feel like decisions. You know, we're having this kind of conversation right now. But I feel like decisions that we make right now, you know, in the thick of it, are going to be things that stick with us then for some time. Um, you know, from things like you know spending more time with the kids and having that balance, and also ways that you run your business. But I'd like to just take a step back and say, cool. So even just what's it like, just generally, uh, where you, the two of you, are working on all this stuff together. How does that, what does that look like? And what does like a general week look like in that space outside of this crisis? <laughs> so if it's a week where we have shot a wedding or where we've gotten a lot of weddings, cause Jen and I don't just do wedding photography. We also edit for other wedding photographers, uh, through our other company, Bespoke Town. And so like if it's a week where either we've shot a wedding or we've got a lot of weddings in, what basically happens is, like we'll shoot Friday and or Saturday, typically just Saturday if we're lucky. Um, and then I will spend Sunday, Monday, sometimes Tuesday, depending on how much work we've had come in, just culling through people's photos. Um, Jen does almost all of the editing. So for me, like the beginning of the week is just like really full and heavy with like work. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to crush all that and get all that out so that Jen can get working as soon as possible. Because if, if we're busy, if it's like, you know, wedding season or whatever, I know Mm -hmm. next Friday, next Saturday, whichever day it is, um, we're going to have another wedding. We're going to be working again. And we gotta, we gotta, we gotta have, um, for us with our business, our goal is to have all of our weddings edited in one week and with our, with our editing company, Bespoke Town. Is it a six or a seven day turnaround? We do it's four. Oh, it's a four day turnaround. So, so we're we're getting stuff really, really quickly That's turned around so fast. Yeah, 
so yeah. fast. Yeah, and so it can be a bit stressful, especially when we're in it. Um, last year, we had a client who was doing, what was it, like 55 weddings a year who was working with us on the editing side, and it was just like, it was one of those situations where like we... We, we like would talk to her ahead of time about like when she needed stuff done. And then like, usually it was like really good about like saying, Hey, this is coming at this time. Or if you guys are on vacation, don't worry about it. till you get back. But even like when we were on vacation and she was like, don't worry about it till you get back. Like there's still all this stress that we'd feel about like, we got to get this edit done though. As soon as we get back from vacation, like do we bring our laptops? Can we work on it now? Like, <laughs> you know, like, and it was just, it was just one of those things where like, I don't think we realized when we started editing for other photographers how much more stress that would add to our lives and how like our stress level from just editing our own weddings and shooting our own weddings would go up exponentially. And it's like, it's a good source of income. Like people pay us well to do this for them because it's a very important part of their business and they want to make sure it's done right. And Jen like works with people, takes them through like the whole process with some clients. She even like, if they don't have like a preset or a set style, like she'll work with them to define their style and stuff. So there's a lot of work that she does and that goes into it. And like, I don't think when we started out saying like we want to edit for other photographers, we thought we're going to do all of this work, helping them define their style, helping them figure out how to stay consistent with how they shoot and how they edit and stuff. And so like a lot of this has added a lot of stress, mostly onto Jen's life, I would say, but also yeah, a little bit on mine. <laughs> well, it, it affects both of us because we're, we're both living in the same house. And when I'm not able to do things around the, the home, you're doing all of it. And, um, mm-hmm. there was one week I actually edited nine weddings and I got them done. Yeah. Um, I edited nine Whoa. between Monday and Friday. So Whoa. Yeah, it was, it was I mean, crazy. Uh, <laughs> I also cold five weddings that week. I mean, I don't want to yeah. brag or anything. I mean, are we comparing really? So, like- the thing is, we weren't when we started it, we weren't thinking we were going to be shooting as many weddings. And we ended up doing um, a little bit more than we typically do for a year uh, with having associates as well. Yeah, and so we weren't expecting that. And. So uh, the processes um, during season is it can be quite crazy, but we've stepped back. We've actually stopped taking a lot of clients um, for Bespoke Tone and um, just working with the clients that we have now. Um, and once we get... Um, well, and cool people too. We'll work with cool people. Yes, if you're yeah. cool, we'll work with you. <laughs> oh, no, if, would you work with me if I sent you guys some weddings? Maybe. I don't know. It depends how the rest of this podcast episode goes. Of course. So we, yeah, so it's on a a typical week. Like we're not going to be shooting every single week. I mean, we're just, we see uh, like our family is high priority. And so um, there's just some months we don't take weddings. There's some weekends that we don't take weddings and um, if we're not shooting, it's it's typically just trying to catch up with um, extra businessy things like financial stuff and um, improving our site, improving our marketing, marketing ideas. We try to meet up and come with up with new ideas, so our business is always growing. We're always coming up with um, new things of new ways to reach out to new clients. Um, 
so we try to have those meetings together. Um, but a lot of it, since we both work from home is me sending a text, Hey, what do you think about this? And he'll yeah. be upstairs working on his computer and I'll be downstairs working on That's mine. That's a kind way of saying I'm on the toilet, but you know, <laughs> 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 this happens quite frequently. And I'm making the dad jokes, not you, Jen. <laughs> it's improv, uh, babe. You just yes and yes and yes and. Come on, you you, you don't podcast. You know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's crazy. Like, that's so many weddings, and I had no idea that there was so many. Um, like, I understood that there were a few prongs to your business, but like, I had no idea that bespoke tone was so large and such a large part of your week i'm um, trying to cut that down <laughs> trying yeah. to cut that down so much now and and if we ever decide to grow it it's i'm not going to be editing anymore i'm going to be either training people to do it or or hiring people to do it but i i've yeah, learned totally. my lesson with the first year of business that it just doesn't doesn't work for me if i'm going to be shooting as well what why like what was the what were the reasonings behind that? Were you just, it was, was a time, just time? Like that's the obvious one, but was there anything else behind that to just go, you're like, oh man, I can't do, like, I can't do all this anymore. Actually, I loved it. And I'm, I'm editing for a client still and I still really enjoy it. Um, it's because my busy season is their busy season too. So, um, if I could break it up so that I'm doing more work in the winter time and less in the summer and fall, um, I would love to make it work that way, but it just, I I'm doing the same exact things they are doing. And so when we're shooting eight weddings in June, we're still getting several weddings from them as well. And so it just made it incredibly overwhelming. We heard all these glorious stories, Morgan, about these photographers who just couldn't get their edits out. And it's taking them three to six months to get their edits out. And we thought, wow, that'd be like a great way for us to keep working in winter and like early spring when we don't have a lot of stuff. Because that's around the time when these photographers are going to be like shooting a ton in like, you know, fall are finally getting their edits out. And what we found was the photographers who actually wanted to hire us to edit their weddings were the ones who wanted a really quick turnaround time because they were actually really serious <laughs> like about the their business. like the week of the wedding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Which mean, sounds super I- disparaging to say about other photographers who do kind of like wait three to six months to get their edits out. But like, I feel like in this day and age, if you're really serious about your company, like you're getting those edits turned around really fast. Like even, even like uh, my co-host Dustin on the Wedding Photo Hangover, like... When I first talked to him and I said we had like a one week turnaround, he thought that was crazy. And he's at like a two week turnaround now. So it's like the Mm. way the market has gone, it's like you really have to get your edits out as quickly as possible because we're competing with people with smartphones now. Like we're not just competing with like other people with good cameras who might have time to edit later or whatever. Like we're literally competing with their guests who have a smartphone that shoots portrait mode that that might turn around a photo in like, you know, 30 seconds. It's that pressure too that they're going to be posting those photos as their wedding photos. And we've done all this work to make this these beautiful photos and after two, three weeks, four months, there no one cares about their wedding photos. They want to see the photos 
immediately after. And so I, I would rather my couples be posting my photos on Instagram than like mm. Which cousin marks. Angie Bob. <laughs> Mm, Morgs, mm. here's an exclusive for you. Uh, Jen and I, we haven't really talked about this very much. Uh, Jen actually shot an entire wedding on an iPhone last year uh, just to see what it would be like and to see how quickly we could get stuff turned around. People are going to hate me. <laughs> and, uh, no, so, I think that's a great idea. I've so, actually so, thought about that before and to be in clear, a non-joking way as well. To be clear to like other wedding photographers, like I was the uh, primary shooter on the wedding and we had like a secondary shooter, my friend Adam, who came in for like half the day to work with us. Um, so we still were like shooting with DSLRs most of the day. And was Adam using mirrorless or was he DSLR too? Uh, yeah. But we were using like quote unquote professional grade cameras. And then Jen was also there shooting with an iPhone as like a way to test it out. And she was using like the iPhone 11 Pro. And shot all day long, and then she edited the photos and had, like, the edits up 30 minutes after the wedding was over. Like, it was ridiculously fast. And, like, she went through and picked out uh, almost 80, 80 to 100 photos that were all, like, photos we might have actually delivered, like, you know, to our clients. I mean, like, they, they were good-looking photos that we ended up delivering, like... So that is what we have to compete with now. And I mean, Jen was editing mm. in Lightroom on her phone. Like this, these are professional tools that people are using on mm. their phones now. It's a crazy new world we're in. Mm. I, uh, I thought about that before, just with, um, with shooting the phone. I, you know, it's something that's become, it, you know, it's been the butt of jokes for so long that it's like, you know, you say, oh, look at this person who wants me to shoot their wedding for $100. And you're like, cool, I'll, I'll rock up, you know, do some, <laughs> do do a few lines of coke and shoot it on my phone. But it's like, no, no, but like, actually, what can we do with these things? Like, I um, I don't anymore. I used to use, I used to just do a few Wi-Fi shots to the phone, um, like during the reception and edit in Visco or somewhere and then just text them to the couple and be like, hey, here's a couple of shots. Um mm. I found the the grading limiting, and so now I just do like a next day blog post, um, and I send them to I send them to the couple. I just text them the link because instead of just sending, I send them a few files too. They can put them on Instagram. But I feel like getting that instant thing out is so important. Having a link to actually send out to people and go, hey, here's here's you know ten shots, fifteen shots from your wedding, and it's a blog post link, and then they're going to send that link to everyone instead of yeah. just texting them the photos. And that means all that traffic to your website. But sure. that's my method now. But, like, yeah, just navigating that is so amazing. Like, having all those tools, like, yeah, I think we need to take a step back and look at the options that we have here and make better decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so who does – who? who wh- what's the general division of duty between the two of you in your business? Jen does everything. I do nothing. Okay, cool. So you can go away. <laughs> Jen, tell me more about that. So, um, Steven is uh, Steve does everything that I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. To be quite yeah. honest. I mean, I I started the business. I I started <sighs> do- the first wedding you shot. I also shot with you. Video <laughs> doing video. Yeah. Is that yeah. a cough? So. Are you coughing? Yeah, it was a fake cough. <laughs> it was, a, it was, it was me a intruding secret. on what she was. Wait, Morgan, was that a real cough? <laughs> yeah, it was actually. <laughs> Morgan, do you need to get a test done? No, you're I'm at a fine. wedding. 
We're going to get dark here. Morgan, are you dying? <laughs> Be honest with me. What? what? Anyway. Right, Sorry. Breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, so no, I started the business and there were just things that I did not like about it. So I just stopped doing it, like blogging. Like one of the, th- one of the most important things to get SEO up is blogging. And I just stopped doing it because I just did not like it at all. Um, I wasn't really getting the response that I was hoping for. And I thought that, you know, this is a waste of time. Why am I pouring so much time into this and realizing after I stopped doing it, I realized, okay, yeah, I, I need to do this because I'm, um, I'm going to disappear in the, the sea of photographers that are here in the Indianapolis area. Um, if I don't continue blogging. So Steve does all the blogging for us. Um, I help in some ways. Um, every once in a while I'll write a, a post um, if I feel inspired. or. Um, Recently you felt inspired more than I've been doing my job. Let's be honest. But we, <laughs> the thing is like we're at home and we have a, we have a four-year-old, we have a nine-year-old and we they're not self-sufficient. Like we need to do things for them. And so we kind of divide the time, whether like if someone's working a lot, then the other one's picking up the slack with the kids and the housework and those sorts of things. And so when Steve's doing a lot of blog posts, I'm probably the one that's going to be doing the cleaning, the cooking and watching the kids. And when I'm doing a lot of editing, Steven's the one's cooking and doing dishes. Whoa, when you're doing a lot of editing, that's when we eat good, babe. That's, that's when we, when we got. <laughs> <laughs> So when we go um, out to eat all the time. Big, uh, big old uh, American barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> do you guys have a? Do you guys have a, a barbecue? Yeah. What, like we call what it sort? a grill. It? <laughs> a grill. Okay. Uh, it's just a gas-powered grill. We used yeah. to have a. We used to have one. It was a Weber grill that, like, you put coal into and everything. Charcoal and it, grill. It was a. Uh, it was yeah, charcoal, not coal. Um, it was a lot of work, and we didn't like doing yep. it. And Jen's parents love doing like charcoal Just grilling. Just their flavor. So we gave it to them. Yeah. It's got a great I, flavor. I have one, but now when we go over kettle. there, they do the charcoal grilling while we're there because like they feel indebted to us i want to say is that, is that how it works <laughs> no like my parents when growing up that's all we did we grilled out all the time Pork i mean chops. that's just that's this great thing you know you, you 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 guys running a business where you're helping people you know outsource some stuff from their business and then basically you've outsourced your you know you're grilling yeah, <laughs> um, I want to say that because eat. I do make most of our meals. Me, Steve, not Jen. I do make most of the meals. Um, I just want to get that out there. I'm super great at cooking. Let's- if Jen were to die, like ladies, I'm real good at it. You know? <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Huge. You Jen, here first. Jen tells me every day I need to be prepared for when she leaves me or when she <laughs> no, dies. I never say that. <laughs> I never say I'm going to leave him. I say, when I die, you find a lady right away because you will not survive. <laughs> <laughs> so going Just back with Dustin. <laughs> to the things that I don't really like doing don't really like cooking and so steve picks up that a lot i actually there's some things i like cooking like in an art form so if i'm going to cook something it's going to be like this big extravagant meal it's not going to be like spaghetti it's going to be like 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make something really nice. Oh no, it's cool. I'll just take those apple glazed pork chops that we got over from a bed ever of sweet potatoes <laughs> and zucchini. That I all made of for these you meals that you I'll see on his in Instagram, trash. they're they're like Hello Fresh and stuff. He's like <laughs> these instructions are laid out for him. The portions are out. He seriously just has to squeeze a package into a pan, and he's like, "Look at me! I am a, the most amazing cook ever." Okay, Morgan, cool. I just want you to know I'm really good at squeezing packages. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys like buying presets means. as well as your, you know, pre awesome food as well? <laughs> We're just going to buy all these presets and look at this done. Easy. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> we actually we bought a preset pack recently. What, what was the preset pack you bought? Oh, Steve. Bad question. I don't remember what it was called. From time to time, cool. we buy preset packs just to kind of like get a jumping off point for like, you get so stuck in your rut when you're editing for a long time. And like, eventually oh, you get to a point where you're just stuck, like, stuck. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Or is that just me? Do you feel that way? How often do you edit? So much, babe. I'm so good at <laughs> editing. I edit Zero. all the time. I do all the editing. No, I, I think he's just, he's. And I, my spirit is entering into his body and he's mm-hmm. speaking for me because that's pretty much what's happening right now. Now it's, a, I'm, I like change and I like to be able, I like my style to evolve. And after I see some trends in my work and I'm like, Oh, I'm actually not liking this anymore. Then I want to switch it up. And then, mm. um, that happens probably every 18 months. I'm doing something. I'm yeah. trying to do something a little different, which if I wasn't, I think I would just, most photographers, I would say the majority, probably 85, 90% are creatives. They're not just in it for the business. I know there are some people who are just really business savvy. They're really great at it. And that's the reason why their business is succeeding. But I think a lot of people get into photography because they love photography and yeah, they totally. love being, they love art and being creative. And I think that is probably the norm people start to to evolve and to change and want to find a way to become a little bit even more creative because what they've been doing is starting to get old i don't know just Mm. get tired of it Mm. yeah Yeah, you never want to look at your work and be like oh it's all like wrinkly and gross and balding I'm just watching that little interaction happen at the silent interaction, <laughs> sideways look. Um, What's happening? So, because, yeah, do you, have you ever, do you ever then go through and maybe reprocess some of those portfolio shots to align with the new style? Oh, have you ever Morgan. done that? <laughs> oh, my. How much time do you think we have on our hands here going back through <laughs> old photos and reprocessing them? You who got to stop being I'm not talking such about, a jerk. He is asking I'm not talking about entire weddings. I'm talking about because I did that. The, the last time I made a big change is when I, I went through and I got I got my like hero shots together again. And then maybe it was 150 shots that I would use every now and then. Like if I don't have any new weddings to, to, to chuck on Instagram or I haven't blogged anything recently, I'll have like a folder of stuff that's like, this is the current folio. And like if I did do a change in my process um, for my color one, black and white's really stayed pretty consistent for a long time. But mm-hmm. the um, 
the color one I would go through and get at least some 20, 30 shots like that I really liked and go, cool, let's regrade yeah. these in this way because then I can at least have that consistency through like a, a front page portfolio sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, that's going inside baseball a bit, but that's what this podcast is about. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> you know, we I haven't done this, but here's the reason why. We shoot in locations that are just basic. They're not really, we don't have like mountains and oceans and deserts and beautiful things to really shoot unfortunately our clients are our mountains and our, our and clients <laughs> are just the <laughs> the most gorgeous clients in the world but we it a lot of it, it has to do with lighting and posing and that's how we are and i mean that's with any type of photography but we're very reliant on poses and people and lighting and I wouldn't say that there is anything that I've looked back on in my past portfolio that I think stands out more than others that I am like, Mm -hmm. oh, I have to re-edit this to reflect my new work. Um, Typically by that time, I've shot something that's similar to it and then I I don't really need to do a lot of editing. Um, Plus, I'm comfortable with people seeing like progressions of things that I have done and, and maybe not seen, not necessarily, I don't think that our work has been inconsistent. I think that there's still a consistency through the time that we've established ourselves to the time that we are at now. Um, I don't think there is enough change in there that I would have to go back and, and re-edit things, but I can, I can notice the edits and the changes. And it surprises me the things that I still have my in my portfolio that our clients will say, I really, really liked that photo and that's the reason why I booked you. And it really surprises me because it's really not what I would have said was my best work. It's it's just crazy what people are attracted to and um, while they're attracted to... I, everybody has different styles, um, but there's a reason why I have it in my portfolio. I want to attract people that like that sort of work. Um and so we, I think we have a variety of people who either want something fun and creative and others that are just wanting like these romantic photos that show personality. And so that's what we're trying to show in our portfolio. Cool. So, hey, guys, um, where can the good people of the Internet find you? If you want to find me and Jen, uh, the best place to look is at jennifervanelk.com. That is our website for our business. Or you could also find us at weddedpod.com. That's our that's our podcast we do together, which is we're both wedding photographers, but we talk about like wedding planning. It's more of like a consumer-focused thing. Um, but we give a lot of uh, good insight on there, I would say, for for people. And a lot of wedding photographers like it. Um, and then you can also find me at the Wedding Photo Hangover. That's my podcast just for wedding photographers and industry people. But, you know, Jen's Jen Van Elk with two N's in Jen. And I'm Steve Van Elk. On, on I'm cool. Steven. I'm Steven Van Elk. <laughs> There's an N in my on, name. On Instagram. <laughs> no, he's not just yeah. saying our names. That's It's actually... Uh, I'm Stephen Van Elk everywhere. Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, uh, you Real know, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat. Always Stephen Van Elk. Stephen Van Elk. Damn it. And I'm a double engine. So I have the double engine. 
So I have the, the I, two ends in there. Hey, thank you so much for coming on this podcast today, being the guinea pigs for episode one, um, launching, you know, this thing in a, in a, in a unprecedented time. If that's not, by the way, if that's not the word of 2020, I don't know what is because in Australia we had all the bushfires and now overall the whole, the world, the whole world across, we have this, uh, coronavirus outbreak and, you know, everyone is just keep saying unprecedented, but um, launching this thing and I just thought, let, let's give it a go. Let's talk to people. And, you know, I didn't want to not address it, but I think you guys have rolled with the, this, uh, you know, concept really well. And thanks so much for, for coming on and being the guinea pigs in episode one. Yeah. Thanks for having us. We're delighted to be your guinea pigs. All right. I'll see you later, guys. Bye, Morgan. Bye. Bye. That's what makes Skype stuff so difficult. Oh, really? <laughs> Just send it, to, send it to Steve. He does all the editing for everything else anyways.